Tunaboo. So hi everyone, welcome to Tuna Boot, another episode. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you laughing at it. I don't know. I just don't know anymore, Jim. Right. Well here we go. We're doing another episode then. Um <laughs> and it's happening right now. Uh, right now, this second. <laughs> this is it. This is it. And uh yeah, so again Oh I don't even know what I'm again I've got a weird mixture of confidence but with no Substance. Yes, or idea of what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of season two of Tuna Boot. How have you all been? Hope you're well. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you to everyone who's listened so far. We really appreciate it. Now that season one is done, we've hopefully got all of our bad practices out of the way. We've dealt with all the issues. It's just going to be smooth sailing. Right, lads? Yeah. Yeah. So those lovely, sultry voices you heard were Dougal and Liam. I'm Liam. Hiya. Hiya. It's Dougal. Hi, Dougal. And I'm Jim, and I always will be. And we are doing another episode of Tuna Boot, as you as you probably heard. Um, <laughs> still haven't, still haven't got... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we still haven't got Instagram or Twitter sorted. at who knows? We may I mean, at this point, I think we've just fucked off. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm signing oh, that. People so. keep on following us if on If you haven't Instagram. already, give us a wee like on Facebook or just subscribe to this or, as always, just listen or, you know, we're not, we're not here to tell you what to do because we don't know what we're doing, do we, boys? By the signs of the central, absolutely. Yeah. It's going well so far, I think. <laughs> You're nailing it, man. Keep on going. Keep doing you. Right. Keep on tracking. Keep on tracking. <laughs> Don't backtrack. Forward just tr- track, track, motherfucker. All right. So for Try season one, track. for the first episode, we thought we would do all Scottish artists and just celebrate the talent that we have here in Scotland, of which there is... What? what? Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't know if it's my hungover brain. Did you say season one of first episode? Yeah. Very possible. You said season one, yeah. Did I? Yeah. I was just uh, going to wait. You haven't, mate. I'm enjoying. Well, Google, you have to be. On, you have to stay on top of these things. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I'm just. I'm getting lost in your charisma, mate. I know, know, mate. It's. it's I'm, yeah, right. <laughs> so for the first episode, of, <laughs> fuck off, Google. Come on, man. This is painful enough as it is. Just go out the room if you're gonna be like this. <laughs> well, not this room. We're not together. Don't worry. So for the first. <laughs> okay, now what? <laughs> Why don't you tell the listeners why we decided to make this season two? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Because I don't know much. I'm not t- entirely sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really. I can't remember either. Why did we no, make it season I. two? <laughs> I think it was no, just like to bookmark we... it and say everything before yeah. it was... Shite. <laughs> it was the shite, but we're finding our oh. feet. and we've, As you can hear, we've definitely found our feet now. Hit the ground running. <laughs> on season episode two and one, but we, yeah, I think part of it is because we're doing the song. We're speaking about the songs in different way now. We're doing rounds instead of like one person's three picks and then the second person's three picks. We're now sort of doing a little picking mix of picks. Ah, uh, tune a bit. Yeah, yes. we're doing tune a bit like how it should be because our friend Danny, as we said before, pointed out that that's how we should be doing it. Yeah. All improvements are owed to him. 
think so. So I'm going to read out all the tracks in the order that we will be discussing them. And the tracks are James by Father Son, Black Eyed Boy by Texas, Everything Changes in the End by Vistas, This Life is an Ocean by Cassidy, Catch the Wind by Donovan, Candle in You Still Burns by Chris Mossop, Notes on a Life Not Quite Lived by Master System, You're Just Dead Skin to Me by Primal Scream, and and Living is a Problem Because Everything Dies by Biffy Clyro. And we're just going to jump right in. Aren't we? Yeah. I put I put in a little splash kind of sound effect there. <laughs> Jump right in. <laughs> Skadoosh. Skish gush balish. Um, Skish gush balish. All right. Round one. Yeah. Um, hold on. Diggle's oh, already lost the ball to live. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Round one. My first track that I've got today is James by Father Son. I first heard of these guys at Belladrum music festival which i'm sure will come up quite a lot today because it's a it's a little music festival up in inverness that uh, i've been going to for about 12 years now and i can't remember what year it was but um these guys father son were playing quite early in the day and just went along to hear them and i just found them i thought they were just awesome like they were really good tunes and then afterwards I was watching the Wombats in the evening and I turned around and there they were just chilling next to us so we sat and watched the Wombats together which was quite a good laugh <laughs> I've just got like a, a great imagery of you just sitting with father son and just these Wombats scurrying across the ground <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> the moonlight's just shining down uh, this song was probably the first song of theirs that I fell in love with, if you like. I think it's just a really nice song. It's a really simple sort of tune that goes along to it. I think the vocals are absolutely amazing. It sort of showcases Ross's singing to the best of his abilities, I think. And I'll never forget when uh, they played like one of their bigger sets, I think, on a main stage in one of the festivals. And the bit where it sings, uh, go home, sober up, take the weight on your off your feet and just chill. Soon as they left, the whole crowd was just chanting that back to them, and it was just this beautiful moment. And I fucking yeah. loved it, and I can't get enough of it. And I love them. What do you guys think? That that bit in particular um, is it's a knockout. We kind of spoke about it before, like that kind of visceral, co-creational, just sing-along moment that you get at a gig. That sounds like an amazing moment that you were just describing there. I love the the range instruments in this track as well specifically the strings because strings are underrated in my eyes and need to get a bigger kind of use throughout uh, the music in general when the heavy uh, guitar distortion kicks in and then you've got the drums just coming in like right after it's fucking brilliant I, I don't know why that was the sentence that I said <laughs> <laughs> my brain no worky brain no worky head hurty head hurty brain no worky <laughs> 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 Alternative alt rock, that's what I had for the genre. But you've already yeah, mentioned good, that. Good, genre, Jim. Oh, yeah. sorry, man. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, this is a lovely wee song, and uh, it just reminds me of a very specific time in both our lives, Dougal, when we were living living together, and uh, you'd got this album on the on the old on the record there, mm-hmm. and yeah, many a night was soundtrack to that album, and so I can't. I always just associate it with that, really. Uh, nothing more to add on the actual song itself. Just it's just lovely in it. It's just nice. It's a good time. But no, I think I, I don't think there's much more to say about that. Just it's just really nice. It's just lovely. Yeah, right, so they're a good the last... band to see live. Sorry. Uh, no, sorry. I was just going to say the last thing on this song 
Uh, do you know why, why is it called James? Um, we wrote about James. Yeah, saying goodbye to James. I actually don't know. I don't. I, no, I was there. I, there might not be anything to to find out. It might just be. Yeah. I had a quick Google there. I googled um, James Fatherson. Why is it named that? And the first result <laughs> is fifty-one reasons why the King James: a path from doubt to faith. Well, that. Well, be there's. I, I don't think anything answers <laughs> that. <laughs> What's tracking, Jimmy boy? Well, I've got Black Eyed Boy by Texas. Texas are Scottish. That's why they're in this playlist. They are a little-known pop rock band. They're not that little-known, are they? No, they're not. I was. They're quite big. I was actually I was quoting The Office actually. It's alright, isn't it? It's an alright song. I just really like this band. I don't have much to say about them really. Um, they're the kind of band that I remember hearing on the radio when I was a kid, and but not knowing who they were. Uh, my stepdad Derek, he's a huge fan. He's got quite a few of their records and that, so we'll sit and listen to them. I just, just got into it. I just think the honestly, I've got th- this was another one that I was so confident I'd know what I was going to say because I know this band, <laughs> but I actually have nothing to say. Um, it came down to it, it was a difficult choice as well because I was sort of had my mind set on Texas, and so I thought, oh, do I want to put one of the more known ones or do I want to go for a sort of lesser known one and. In the end, I went for this one, which is quite a well-known one. <laughs> um, I think they're, so- they're a very solid band, right? <laughs> Listen to me. Texas. We're all ears, Jim. Smashing. Right. <laughs> Texas is just a great band, mate. Their songwriting's on point. The the singing's great. The music's great. The melody for this song I find particularly addictive, particularly when it goes into the, into the chorus. I find myself... Unable to stay static, you know. You've got to you put a bit of shoulders in when you hear it. Just puts you in a good mood. They they didn't reinvent the wheel, but they 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 kept it on moving. <laughs> I suppose <laughs> <laughs> they're just great, honestly. I um, I kind of feel like I'm doing a disservice by not actually talking eloquently at all about their music. I just really like them. I liked it, man. I thought it's a really good song. Actually, it's got um. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of like a. I wouldn't even call myself a fan. I'm just aware of Texas and enjoy what they've done without really ever being enthusiastic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got a good song. It's got a very like. When was this song released? I'm gonna say early two thousands, but I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking late nineties, early two, because it's just got that sound. That's almost like the sound that a lot oh, of shit. like a lot of pop music Sorry, just ripped my earphone at my head there sorry <laughs> out my ear sorry and a lot of head. sound that uh a lot of pop artists were doing this sort of similar sound in the there i feel like you heard it a lot and it sort of became i don't know when i was listening to it i felt like it was a weird mixture between the supremes and steps yeah and that's that not a disservice a brilliant but... brilliant way to put it it's a powerful she's a powerful performer charlene spateri mm-hmm. uh, derek likes to remind me she was just a hairdresser for glasgow yeah, which she was apparently <laughs> before she became a singer. She was rather good at the singing. I don't know if she was, was a good hairdresser or not. I assume she was. But um, she's had she has alright. But no, I, I just think they're a yeah they're a very I think they're a very strong band. But I like there's very few people I know that are like huge Texas fans. You know, like Derek's the only one I really know. You know, like what you were saying. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just kind of I fell into a kind of 
a middle ground between drunk and hungover where <laughs> I felt like I was just listening to this podcast rather than actually recording it. <laughs> so I'm just like listening and enjoying what you guys are saying. Just like, oh fuck, now I'm supposed to be contributing. Drunk-over. <laughs> You're drunk over. Drunk over. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was it was funky. It was very funky. Mm. Um, and yeah, that that one line, the your own space and time, just specific. a specific bit in the song. I can't remember where it is, but it just got me going. Yeah, well, I'm glad I went for a, a more well-known one then than a than a deep cut because it would have been perhaps <laughs> disappointing. But anyway, Liam, what did you pick for round one, mate? Yes, yeah, so I picked Everything Changes in the End by the Vistas. I love the Vistas. They're an Edinburgh band. They've got a very optimistic sound. Like it's it's just it's the kind of music that forces you to get up and have a wee boogie. And yeah, they're one of my favourite finds from last year. They just released their debut album and it contains a number like there's a lot of songs on it that I've like had heard from before and they were like on their EPs and singles and all that. So a lot of the album I kinda of recognise. And this is the opening track, which was one of the ones I hadn't heard until recently. And it is just brilliant. It's just fucking great. Yeah, it's got this kind of... They've got this kind of energetic, optimistic kind of sound. The flow of the lyrics is fantastic. There's uh, the one line that always gets me. I've got it written down here. Um, Whenever you need me to be is... It's a f- in the context of that song... <laughs> Is such a fun, uh, fun lyric to sing along to. Sorry, what was the what was the lyric? Whenever you need me to be. It's it's just got a good flow. It's it's uh, I really enjoy that one <laughs> one yeah. lyric. Um, yeah. Now I've been trying to work out what this is called, and please enlighten me if you guys know. You know that kind of thing that people do, and I always call it like a break, and it's like when the guitar's almost like kind of sounds like it's slipped for a moment, and it comes back in heavy. You know what I mean? No. That bit is just like. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know if there is a Yeah, when they, when, like... they, when they rest for a beat. Like, isn't that all that yeah. is? Just a rest where they take, like, one strum off to sort of disrupt the flow, but then if you do that, you can add more intensity and power into your next one. Absolutely what I was meaning. Just a rest, mate. Call it's it just a rest. rest, cool. Or a break. <laughs> I don't know. A kit. But yeah. I love that kind of sound. They've got that in here. Is yeah, Ace, love it. I love this alternative indie rock band. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had such a good time <laughs> listening to this one. Man. I really did. Uh, the boy's got a very unique voice, um, and it just works. It's like you don't really notice it until you, you know, you're scrutinising the song for things to to talk about it. It was only when I started <laughs> thinking about it like that, I was like, oh, it's a very, it's a strange. Vo- it works like there's none. I just really like it and the the energy that it has is just so good it's just so much fun cracking love that I'm the same I was finding it interesting when uh, that's why I asked you to say the lyric you uh, chose out of it twice because I think it gives a testament to the song a wee bit the fact that it's a bit of a nothing lyric what you chose like out of context yeah. it sounds fuck all sounds like oh he's just saying some words together that's great mm-hmm. but what it's actually it's, it's less about the lyric that's written maybe more about just how it's placed where it's placed in the song and how it can get you from that and i think that's what this song does well and it does create a really good sound it's really upbeat it's got a really nice pace to it but it's just like this is this is yeah this is my kind of music 
to a T. I'm like, this is, I want to listen to this. I want to jump about silly and just get into it more. I would say, like, the, the like, talking about the lyrics, they are quite inventive, the, as you're talking about, like, the structure and that. It's, I think it's slightly, slightly elevated form of what mm-hmm. it's doing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, You maybe don't I just, notice I, it when you're listening to it, but when you think about it, you're like, oh, that's really, you know. I just I, found it interesting, the lyric, because I was expecting, you know, when you say, like, oh, what's the favourite lyric or something like that, and folk will come out with, like, two lost bottles, souls swimming in a fishbowl or something like that. That's kind yeah. of what you always expect when someone says in this lyric here. Aye, but yeah. it's just, it's a testament to how they write their songs and all that. That it's like almost like a bit of a nothing lyric. But in the context of the song as well, it does mean more. Aye, give Vistas a listen. They're really good. Will do. All right. And so that's, that's it for who round wins one. round one. Ding, 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 ding. Round one. Who's winning? Who's, who's the winner? Oh, yeah. aye, we have to chip, pick up one, don't we? Well, you don't have to. We can. Eh? No, do not do. Do not vote for a favourite one of that round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that not a thing we do? Stop confusing him, Liam. Fucking. <laughs> no, you know what? No, you know what I've noticed. He does it. He, he he says those sort of things with a slight inflection and a different tone. So I register it. Oh, he's done done that. And I just keep talking about something else. <laughs> that's my whole, that's my plan. It's not always going to work because I take the bait quite a lot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you did take the bait. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick James Fatherson. Uh, I'm, I'm happy. I really enjoy. I was yeah. gonna go for Vistas if I can urge you to rethink. I'm not gonna say I'm losing, but if no, go for Vistas then. Between the... Yeah, I'll, I'll go for Vistas. I, I'd, well, to be fair, it was new to me. The other two, I'd, well, I was obviously quite familiar with. So yeah, we'll go for Vistas then. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> Sweet. Chinaboo. Round two. Right, this song is uh, Cassidy, This Life is an Ocean. Uh, this, this is another Bella band from back in the day. I went into this wee tent to watch uh, this band. I like the sound of it. Cassidy, I was like, yeah, I'll go and see this. Why not? And four dudes who looked like Jesus came onto the stage and started all playing guitar and all singing, and it was just awesome. It was unbelievable. Um, and I was struggling to figure out what song to pick, but I thought I'd choose this song because the lyrics in this are awesome. It's a really well-written song. Um, it's just, I think it just epitomizes what they do because they do these really good songs that are sort of well-crafted. They've got lovely harmonies in them, um, well put together, just really good stuff. And this is also the last song they ever put on an album. They don't do stuff together anymore. I've seen them so many times, and there's always just joy in seeing them. I love them. I've been so drunk seeing them. I don't remember much of what they've played, but I love it. Yeah, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of this alternative folk rock band. Have been for a long time. Very similarly to Father Son, I I equate this band to you because you introduced me to them and when we had those special times together when together when we were living together and Liam wasn't there. It was great. <laughs> this is an album you played a lot. Special times. <laughs> uh, they're sp- they're special or now. How dare you have a relationship before me? <laughs> well, you know his family and everything. I don't can. That's true. Yeah, so this song in particular, I've always had a fondness for. And if you remember, Dougal, I actually watched 
well, you weren't there, but I watched a video of them playing this live in a HMV somewhere, I think, seem to remember. And a tab... <laughs> what? If you remember, Dougal, well, you weren't actually there. <laughs> well, no, he's going to... You won't remember... That is going to make sense when I finish the story, which would be I remember. a great fucking day. I know where it's going. <laughs> Sorry, I jumped again. No, it's okay. I understand why you said that. But, um... <laughs> well, I remember, Dougal, when I watched a video of them playing this song I think it is at HMV somewhere and I watched it and I actually did a tab for this song watching the guy mm-hmm. playing it and trying to work out what the chords were that was a, I, that was a good that was a long day and uh, I've still I don't know where it is I don't know if I've still got it saved but I managed to do it I think so it sounded good I liked it when we played it together as well it was just nice it was good just, fun wasn't yeah. it so that like, happiness again is yeah, radiating over you. Uh, it's a very, <laughs> very happy song, and but the, the lyrics are very interesting as well. It's not just a you know happy go lucky thing. It is very well constructed, and the guitar solo in it, I absolutely adore that. Would like to be able to play that as well, but I can't. <laughs> but it just it yeah everything about the song, I just love it. I love the keys. I love the the piano. I don't know why I called them keys there. <laughs> <laughs> I like the it's all, it? you're getting. <laughs> Just... <laughs> um, and I love the the twangy guitar. That was ace. It almost kind of sounds like a song that you would hear, especially when the kind of instrumental kind of bit is happening, that you would hear like in a like a saloon in the old west. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should listen of... to Stray Cat from their first album, mm-hmm. um, or this old song. All of them. Yeah, they all sound like that. You're right, sorry. Just remembering how good all their songs are. But yeah, the, it's, it's good. The lyrics and the overall style gave me a kind of comfort. It's good. I love it. Right, Jim, get that track uh, off your back. What you chose? <laughs> track Street Boys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> track Street Boys. <laughs> what happened there? Okay. So, my track for the second round is... Catch the Wind by Donovan. Donovan, been a huge fan of his for many years since I was a young teenager when I was getting into the 60s music and things like that. He's always been around a contemporary of Bob Dylan and it shows. I think you could, you know, you can definitely tell that. And I was telling you guys about this YouTube video before. So Donovan plays this beautiful song, sings it lovely, right? And then Bob Dylan's just like, hey man, you want me to sing all over baby now? Baby, all over baby now? <laughs> <laughs> it's all over now, baby blue. Yeah, man, I play. Hey. <laughs> Except in his own voice and not like that. Um. Anyway, so, so Bob Dylan starts playing It's All Over Now, Baby Blue. And there's a moment where you, you just see it on Donovan's face. It's just that... That is right in his eyes. Yeah, it's yeah. the expression just says, Fuck you. <laughs> and I don't know much about like them, and I'm sure they were pals and all that, but it's just like that. But anyway, to get on to this track. Now, Donovan. Donovan. And is the genres I got from here are a blend of folk, jazz, pop, psychedelia, and world music. Now, that's not specific to this song, but if you listen to all of his output. But anyway, so this song specifically, Catch the Wind, has a, has a dear place in in my heart because uh, me and my brother we like to like he's a we like to play music together he's a very accomplished guitarist and we'll choose songs and more often than not when David chooses a song 
it's it's me that doesn't learn it properly or I can't quite do it, even though I'm just doing chords and I'm singing. David's doing all the heavy lifting. You know, sometimes songs just don't work, just don't match up. And this was one of yeah. his suggestions and it just it worked. And it remains one of my favourite songs to sing ever. And his guitar playing was beautiful. And also I was a huge Donovan fan and I hadn't really paid much attention to this song, even though it's one of the better known ones. And I just I've fallen in love with it. I think it's just absolutely stunning. Fantastic lyrics. Very well, very folky, very rudimentary, nothing mental yeah. going on there. It's more songwriting and singing. Uh, I could probably do without the harmonica, if I'm being honest. But um, yeah, that's the only thing I would change. But you know, again, I'm in no position to tell Donovan what to do. He's a very accomplished songwriter, very good. This is an example of that. I yeah, I enjoyed this track as well. Yeah, the the one issue I had was the harmonica, because uh, I do I do love a bit of harmonica here and there. It's good fun. Adds a little bit extra that you don't hear in a lot of stuff, so it's it's always quite interesting when it crops up. But it has to be not screechy. Yeah, it's the same issue that I had. You know, Ruminations, uh, the Conor Oberst album. Mm-hmm. He's got a harmonica letter throughout, but it's that kind of yeah screechy kind of harmonica sound, and that made that uh, album quite tough to listen to the first time round, and it made this song a bit tough to listen to the first time round. I did uh, overall I did enjoy it and the lyrics were fantastic mm. but the harmonica it's just a bit much no but the thing is the, the actual song itself is awesome uh, it's brilliant I didn't take issue with the Muthi like you guys did but <laughs> uh, you know it's, it's fine but I get what you mean like I think there's a time and a place for a wee solo of a, uh, one of those and but yeah, my first four notes on this song were love the guitar at the start, who the fuck does he sound like, proper folk-sounded song, and then like a less husky pop, Bob Dylan. That was about 20 seconds it took me, that was where my thoughts went. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I think it's definitely that sort of Dylan-esque sound that makes you, just makes it, like, very enjoyable. I don't know, obviously there were mm-hmm. contemporaries, but I just like, I like, you want to enjoy it because it's Dylan. Really? <laughs> yeah. If you said that to him, he'd probably be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> well, as he did. This is probably the worst time to tell you, but here with me tonight, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm okay, man. He's Scottish, though. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? How's it but, going? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Donovan. How you doing? Ah, I'm no bad. Who's that fucking gib slagging me off? Come ahead, yeah, Jesus prick. I'm, I'm done. not Calm down. You. Calm down. Stop swinging at a boot. Stop. Sit down. I won't tell you again. All right. I'd say he's away. It's good, wasn't it? Radio play. I've actually got here with me as well. He's a uh, his mate, Jason. <laughs> what does Jason Donovan oh, sound hello. like when he's speaking? He's he's Aussie, oh, isn't hello. he? Hello, I'm I'm Jason Donovan. Nice to you meet you. You know, mate. Bonza. Yeah. That's Dougal yeah, doing an yeah, impression of Jason Donovan. Jason Donovan. What are you saying? All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've ever I've ever showed you my um How my... is it on Scottish week that we take out the accents by the way? Just... <laughs> Alright guys He's from Somerset. Alright, Jason Donovan here. You want me to sing a song? What's happening? There's a uh, there's two there's two impressions that uh, I do at work to my mate and one of them's Joseph Gordon Levitt and one of them's Seth Rogan. So I can do I, I can do his uh, his laugh. Go for it. Which is 
<laughs> That's really good. <laughs> That's really good. I'll give you that. Uh, when nobody laughs, he goes, <laughs> you know, like he does the breathing in. It's so good. It makes you so happy, doesn't it? All right, anything more to add on that, or are we going to move on? So I think Donovan's, yeah, it's a proper sound, sort of smooth, easy song to enjoy. And it just gave me this vision when I was listening to it. Because it's sort of like, it sounds like it'd be a good place for a montage, this song. I feel like it worked for a montage. And it's going to be a montage in like maybe more of an indie film where the hero's doing well and is on the up before everything's about to go tits up. And that's where it plays I'm, it. I can see that. Uh, well, I can Absolutely. tell you that it actually, to my dismay, because, you know, when I become a f- world-famous filmmaker, and I will, uh, one of the things I wanted to do was use this song, but it's actually in The Invention of Lion, the Ricky Gervais film. Is it? It is indeed. Chinaboo. Get back on track, Liam. Yes, so my second track this evening is Candle on You Still Burns by Chris Mossop. But yeah, I love this track. It's the latest release from Chris Mossop. Uh, a guy who got a temp job at my work during COVID. <laughs> Very nice guy. And uh, I thought that every facet of this song sounds gorgeous. His vocals draw you in. He's got a kind of a very kind of Damien Rice feel to him. I did a wee bit of looking. Uh, he sold out shows in two places on his last tour, which were Edinburgh and Switzerland. So uh, to all our Swiss fans out there, uh, we also love Chris Mossop. Big ups to the Swiss. Swissners. I, I did see, I think it's on his website, I saw a particularly interesting review from a Mr. Jason Rossman of BBC London Radio. And the review was, stunning music. Jason Rossman, a man after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fantastic. But yeah, it's it's very, very, very good. I've really enjoyed yeah, it. Right, I want to show you this. This is part of my notes. Yeah, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fiddle, underrated instrument. Oh, there we go. Mate, I felt the same way. I, you see there, I thought he sounded very much like my man Daniel Doherty. Didn't sound like him, but they've got a very similar thing that they're doing both lovely voices mm-hmm. lovely guitar and fiddles <laughs> yeah um so i love a wee fiddle yeah I, I i guessed his genre to be like modern folk happy with that well you can ask him i absolutely i forgot this is the one the guy that you knew but um yeah i wish this guy every every luck in the world he deserves it no he's good i am definitely not as enthusiastic about him as jim is for no other reason than it just didn't hit me like as much as it did for you but it's a very good song. I really enjoyed it. And I think, yeah, the boy's got a bit of talent behind him. It's just a, you know, it's just a nice song about heartbreak, really, isn't it? And it's a good, like, a decent wee candle song, which I quite like. He's got a nice, delicate voice. Tiny bit of uh, the Ed Sheeran going on within him, within his voice. He's got a bit of that sort of thing going on. Well, interesting you say that, because uh, one of Ed Sheeran's biggest influences is Damien Rice. What did Damien Rice do? I, Who the fuck is that? I remember I, his name. I remember Cannonball. His... Is he Cannonball? The Blower's Daughter is the one that I love. And Cannonball as well, yeah, Dougal. Did he wear hats? Did he wear hats? I don't fucking know. Most people wear hats. Potentially. Yeah, but like, did, by that, Liam, I mean, did he wear hats he enough wear hats. for it to be noteworthy? I wasn't just asking generally. What? Did he wear hats? Does it, like, <laughs> it depends what kind of hats you mean as well. Because I mean, like, Pharrell had that big fucking hat, so like Pharrell wears hats. Yeah, but he's yeah, but he's a. I don't see eye to eye with him. 
<laughs> Call back to a season one episode. Um, you guys got any other comments on Chris's songs? Uh, yeah, I just, like, again, I had a wee montage thing when I was thinking about this, and I saw it using as a montage again when the hero has the moment of realisation where he's like, knows he's in love with this girl and has to run to get her. This is the song. Yeah. I heard this being played. Emotional climax. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just intriguing why Switzerland. There's always these, like, uh, Mika's second album, the only country that it charted in other okay, than the Mika's UK was album, uh, okay, Romania. So apparently Romania, Mika does really oh. well in. Like, there's just, there's always, when you look these up, there's always, I think the Macy Gray's newest album was Switzerland as well, it did really well in. Anyway, anyway, yeah, what so was what your favourite from round, round two? Uh, Liam? I did enjoy Donovan, but he, yeah. Right. Cassidy was superior. Yeah, I'll go for Cassidy as well then. Uh, big up to Chris, to, to the Moss, the, the, the Mossop, the Mossop I'll, man. I hope yeah, he does I'll, well give, I'll give the Moss a vote. A vote? I'll give the Moss a vote. I feel like so, I should vote for him now because I said I would. Alright, I'll go for Moss up then. Because we wish him well. I wish him well. And I want to be his pal so I could be like, when he makes it big, I'll be like, I knew him. Head on, does that mean Liam's won two again in a row? No, Cassidy, it's Cassidy. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, you say. No, no, Cassidy, good. Moving Fuck on. Fuck you guys. This is, this is political. This is no, not. Okay, I'm going back, I'm going back to Moss up then. No, but I've got a lot Thank of history you. with Cassidy though. I actually can't decide. I don't like it. Can I go Donovan? Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. Um, no, I'll go. Oh, I'll go Cassidy. I'm gonna go Cassidy because I spent a long time with that song, and it, it does mean a lot to me. Round three. Nope. Round three. One more. One more time. Yeah. Round three. One more time. No. Please. <sighs> Round three. One more time? No. <laughs> Arsehole. <laughs> well, this as well, if you want. That's a, that's a big ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big ukulele. Round three. <laughs> oh, that's the funniest thing you've said in six episodes, Liam. Imagine, imagine, like... <laughs> <laughs> and it'll never work on the podcast either. <laughs> imagine though, right? Imagine it's like you go around to someone's house and they're just, I've got this massive, I've got this invention, right? Right, it's something new, no one's ever done it before. I've made no a bigger ukulele, and they just whip out a guitar. Could be a fun little sketch for you. Oh, it could be a vine. I was watching a bunch of vines earlier. <laughs> Remember vines? There's some great com- There's some great compilations on YouTube. Some of them are fucking brilliant. My one of my favourite ones is it's a party and there's like a kid running and uh, the his mum, I'm assuming, is just like, What have you got there? And he's just like, A knife It's like, No <laughs> <laughs> He just like runs off. I had an idea for a vine that I always want to do, but I never got around to it. But basically it would be a guy what was it? Like dressed as a snooker player standing in the street and a guy would walk past him and go 180 and then he'd go that's darts you prick always want to do that it, it, that doesn't sound funny it's fucking shit it would have been it would, it would have been funny <laughs> if you'd have seen it I knew you were going to say that as well no 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 Liam when it's when not that bad over, it's hilarious when, when every 
when the world, when we can get out together to film something, which we can just now, we'll do it. When I can, when I. Well, no, well, no, we can't, Liam's not involved because he poo pooed it and then it'll be the biggest vine ever and it'll sell a million <laughs> copies. <laughs> and it'll be the biggest well, he thing sliced <laughs> cheese. I poo pooed it. You poo pooed it. He said it was bad, right. he said it wasn't good, and that's wrong. He's a wrong man and he's rubbish. This song is called Notes on a Life Not Quite Lived by Master System. Now, Master System are a super group that were set up consisting of the uh, Hutchison brothers from Frightened Rabbit, uh, so Scott and Grant, and the Lockie brothers. So you've got Justin Lockie, who's from The Editors, and James Lockie, who's from a band called Minor Victories that I've never heard of, but... um, it sounded like a really exciting project, and the thing I really liked about the album that they did was it's got that, obviously you've got Scott Hutchinson's vocals and a lot of his writing on it, so you've got that Frightened Rabbit sort of sound, but they were able to experiment with the like heavier music throughout it, because Frightened Rabbit's quite synonymous with, synonymous with maybe a more acoustic or folksy sound for quite a large part of their yeah. uh, back catalogue. So this was an opportunity to do that with heavier drums and heavier uh, guitar and all that. And I just think it's nice, which is you sort of get that from maybe the editor's influence coming in, the sort of heavier musical instruments involved. Uh, really, my biggest thing to say about this, I love it. I absolutely love the entire album. Uh, Dance Music, it's called. It's a good album. Um, but I just love the project. I love that you get a bit of Scott Hutchinson's writing in there. Obviously, a big fan of his, as we all are. And it's just a shame they couldn't do more because it sounds like it's just a passion album that they all enjoyed doing together. Master Systems, a name that I've seen quite a lot. It's it's kind of it's kind of sounds like the early Bifiquiro sound, before like pre Puzzle, or well maybe just up until Puzzle. It's it's that kind of sound, the kind of heavier kind of sound. Uh, and I love it. Um, it's yeah, I've been been told to listen to it quite a bit, and I've just never bothered to listen to it. So this was very very refreshing. It feels like sacrilege to do Scottish music without at least getting a message, a mention of Scott Hundreds in there. Yeah, I was blown away by this. I th- what I really responded to first of all was the lyrics. There was like a really dark sense of humour to it. I felt like it wasn't just either not that his lyrics are either and I don't know if it's because he was writing with other people or whatever and I'm not saying his lyrics are always morbid they're not there's all they're always beautiful and things like that but I feel like these ones were dark but there was like a twisted sense of humor about it listening to it and it it reminded me of a sort of you know like you were talking about music videos I was getting an idea of a, not music videos or whatever <clears throat> scenes from a film I was getting a very strong image of like this adolescent sort of resident you know when you're in that kind of raging fuck everything, everything's pish mm-hmm. kind of vibe. I was getting a lot of that and it felt, I felt like a very punky song in in parts to me anyway. That's what I responded to. And also I've written uh, it's got a bit of a grungy element to the music with a question mark at the end because mm-hmm. I was wanting to ask you guys about that if you, if you felt that as well because I, I don't know. I 100% agree with you. It's got that sort of, yeah... Almost a bit of like dirty guitar and all that going on to it. Aye, it's like sort of, sort of place. Aye, the guitar's like really grimy and sort of harsh, but not harsh, but yeah, I don't know. I just uh, the guitarist is the dude no, from I the editors. 
So he, they do. The editors will show up at some point, I'm sure. We'll put them in. I've spoken yeah. about them twice now, so. <laughs> but, um... I just uh, I just realised I had a quick Google there. You said adolescent and I said resident. Uh, and I couldn't remember for the life of me what song that's from. Uh, it was Monkey Wrench by Foo Fighters. Adolescent residents, wasting another night on planning my revenge. Baba one in ten. Gin, not Scottish, but they broke. I get well, you know, every track we've we've talked about another band with pretty much every track so far. So why give up now? But um, it's the podcast that just here in season two we pick nine songs, but we speak about thirty. And we struggle to do that with the uh, alternative tune. Uh, track me up, brother. <laughs> Jim. Uh, back in track. Like back in black, ACDC. Yeah. Well done. Cheers. Just sounds like Big you're horse. saying about a back in track. And ACDC. Listen. Scottish members. Ah. <laughs> so, full circle. Yes. If you, uh, if you pay for OnlyFans, you can see our Scottish members. <laughs> <laughs> Three legends. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> right. Gonna be good. Oh, by the way, uh, 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 Master System are a rock supergroup, by the way. Hmm. Oh, really? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Fucking genres in coming in like 20 minutes later. <laughs> right, so Primal Scream, rock, psychedelic, garage rock, and dance band. Okay? They're a rock and roll, they're a rock band, that's what they they call themselves really but they, they've explored many different genres now words cannot describe how much I love this band you know love them or hate them you can't I don't think you can deny that well you can deny you can do, say whatever you want but I mean they are just it's a, an astonishing group of musicians with just some of the most amazing songs I've ever heard and I know everyone goes on about Screamadelica uh, Scream but just think of the, the mm. spectrum of songs on that album and it was an agonising decision to choose a song yeah, today. I went through so many different ones and I got it down to two, which was this one, which I should probably say the name of, which, which is You're Just Dead Skin to Me from their second album, which is just called Primal Scream. It was between that and I'm Gonna Cry Myself Blind from the original Memphis recordings, which were released two years ago in an album. And I decided to go for this one because I felt like there were different elements that I think would be divisive. So I thought that would lead to a more interesting discussion. Although now that I'm sitting here, I wish I went for the other one because it's just an undisputed banger. But I went for this one because it's just a bit more mad. And uh, it's basically an anti-love song, really. Just about being very happy that they're not with someone and they're out of this toxic relationship. And it has very... I'm going to use a word that Liam introduced me to. Janky. <laughs> There's some janky music going on at the start. Some very sort of twisted, weird sounds coming in. But then the more traditional sort of sounds kick in and it's just absolutely beautiful. And then there's a great use of harmonica towards the end, which is how harmonica should be played, I feel. Yeah, yeah. I, I've written down Love a Mithy. Did good. Yeah. They did that well. Um... I, it's just a sort of it's a very bluesy rock ballad but very slow folky I'm not exactly sure what to call it but oh, it's just 
it's everything to me. And I was very lucky to, very fortunate to see this band last year at the Edinburgh. What do you guys reckon? I feel like this is going to be a Mr. Jets kind of moment. Oh. In the way that <laughs> I I enjoyed it. Like I, I really enjoyed this kind of this song. Um, I'm not overly familiar with their repertoire in general. But I know I have listened to quite a few Primal Scream songs. Yeah. I just I, I just enjoyed it. And <laughs> That's good. I Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think I think it's a band that I'd have to be in the mood to listen to. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a massive Primal Scream fan. Fucking love them. Yeah. Down for it. But yeah, I absolutely love it. Uh, I thought this song was really nice. I loved it, like the start and then going into this sort of really chill piano with nice vocals after that. And uh, aye, the Muthi, that was good. We've said that right, already. You keep but... saying Muthi, right? And Muthi's Doric for harmonica. Yes, I know. I know. Mouth it's organ. For, like, they, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm from, I'm from further north, more Doric than Aberdeen. But you keep saying Muthi, and it sounds like when you said I enjoy a Muthi, it sounds like you enjoy getting a fucking. Like it's, it's speaking. We're speaking about a harmonica at the time, so. I'm more than likely going to be saying, oh, well, I quite like a Muthi, as in, I quite like the harmonica. <laughs> well, I like, I like, I, did yeah, I like receiving a blowjob whilst playing the harmonica. Who doesn't? A Muthi, Muthi. A Muthi, Muthi. A double Muthi. But yeah, Primal Screen's brilliant. Very good. Good pick. Really enjoyed it, Jim. Right. The final song of the night. I've been looking forward to this. I'm excited. Biffy fucking Clyro. Mon the Biff. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I was going to put up Biffy Clyro at some point. I mean, Cage Elf and Biffy Clyro are my two favourite bands ever in existence, and they deserve to be because they're both fucking brilliant bands. Uh, it was difficult to kind of choose a song to put up for Biffy Clyro because, personally, I think every single song that they've written is gold dust, and no one can change my mind on that. Even the ones that are slightly shit are still fucking great. But Puzzle which is the album this song is off. The song's called Living's a Problem because everything dies. I Puzzle was the first uh, the first album that I heard. Uh, and this this wasn't actually the first song that I heard, but I feel like this is arguably the most Biffy Quiro song that I could name. It's, I'm struggling describing it right now. Again, you know the, you know the Biffy Quiro appreciation page on Facebook? They did painstaking work for about a week or so where they listed every single Biffy Clyro song, put them into versus brackets, and to like to see which one was the best ever Biffy Clyro song that had ever been released. Uh, and it's uh, this one got chosen. The strings at the very, very start of the song are quite stressful. I don't know if you if you I don't know if you kinda of feel the same way about Loved that. It. And Straight after the, I've been trying to work out how like, how the strings sound because again this is a very very strings heavy episode, for me at least, but it kind of almost sounds like they're swirling. Do you know what no. I mean? No, like doom. Oh yeah, I know what you mean though. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, like you made the noise. Sounds like strings are swirling it, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's, it's it's quite stressful. And then right after that. The bass starts and the drums kind of like yeah. come in like on the offbeat 
and it's that that, that kind of rhythmical pounding <laughs> of the intro, and it just keeps building and building and building. I've got. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to work it out for ages, right? <laughs> What, Rhythmic, you rhythmic. At rhythmic yeah, sorry, mate. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's good though, isn't it? Rhythmical pounding. Where you put your tissue, it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was, I was trying, I was trying to work out exactly what I felt about this, and I, I got it eventually. And it's basically the intro to the song is the musical equivalent of the feeling that you get when a band tells you to sit on the floor and wait. You know, when every, uh, when the bands are just like. Get down, get down. The pond de font, like the pond de font moment. Pond de font in La Fontaine's. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the pond de font moment where everyone's down yes. on the ground just waiting, and then it's like that yeah. kick and the beat drops, and you go wow, and fucking go yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, and the, that's that's what this is, and it's ace because carrying on that motif when the when the bass and the, like the kind of the weird intro kind of like finishes and it's like the the actual song starts it tricks you and it has this like kind of chorusy kind of vocals going on behind uh, simon neil uh, and simon neil's like quite kind of pulled back and all that for maybe like a, a, like a moment and then it kicks in and that bit for me is when you're doing that that pond of uh was it pond de font pond de font yeah pond de font that moment right and everyone's waiting, everyone's getting ready for it, and you've got that one guy that doesn't know the song, and he jumps up early. <laughs> <laughs> and then the music kicks in, and it's just fucking wild. Mm-hmm. And then the song just... Well, the, the, my next note is, and then the song just fucking goes. It's got such a kind of like sing-along ability. Sing-along ability? Is that That's not a word. It's uh, that's two words. Sing sing along ability. So sing, well, al- sing along factor. It. Keep it. Sing along ability. Yeah. Hyphens cover ability. Right, just plug <laughs> in as many hyphens as you Hyphenate need. Hyphenate to, to fuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah, again, after that, the strings are just fucking stunning. It's you just got you've got to love Biffy Quiro. It's 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 never not fun, and for for a very very pessimistic song, this is a very very fun song. Because mm-hmm. uh, this entire song is basically everything, like fuck everything, but it's also like fuck everything. Let's fucking go. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. It's sorrowful. I just fucking love it. Yeah, I mean, you do. You've got to love Biffy. You're right. I like. There was a point around puzzles, only revolutions, mainly towards only revolutions that they just blew up. Mm-hmm. And became everyone's favorite thing. And I'm a I'm a big fan of Biffy, but I never bought into that. Like I never saw them as being this like quintessential level of artist and performer. And they're amazing. I think they're really good. But I never dived into that Biffy mania that everyone went into. She's just I don't know why. Just didn't like. But you can't say that they're not good because they're amazing. And especially I think puzzles and only revolutions. You have to give only revolutions as much credit as it's due. Like there's two, probably two of the best albums that have been made in the past. Two of the top, top two, not the top two, but up there with the best albums that have been made in the past two decades. I think yeah. they're up there just in quintessential sounds, uh, the music that's written, and just how good they were. I mean, 
this song, you're right, it's got that biffy noise. That's my first note, it's just the biffy noise comes in. Mm-hmm. And they're just such a good band, they do things, and you can't help but like it. You know, no one can do biffy credit apart from biffy doing biffy. Hi guys. So, I'm going to start with a little introduction, and then I'm just going to read the, no- the notes word for word, and that'll be it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. So I I do not know this band at all, and for many years I feel like when I was in college I used to claim that I didn't like them, but I had never actually listened to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's one of those things because I didn't yeah. understand contemporary music or anything <laughs> or anything really. It was films or nothing <laughs> sort of thing at that time, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of people around me that liked it, and I just I think I just. You know, like when you when you're a young and you're a and you're a dick, <laughs> and you just you form opinions because you feel like you need to. Then you you grow up a wee bit and you realise that you like what you like or you don't what you don't, and that it's all fine. It doesn't really matter. But I remember like mm-hmm. back then I was thinking, oh, I've watched something like Biffy Clyro. I must. I maybe looked at a YouTube video for like thirty seconds and went, they've all got their shirts off. They're all shouting. I don't like it. Right. No, they're shit, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, even though without yeah. actually having formed a real opinion based on anything other than that, I would then say that opinion enough times that I'd believe it. So I think that's what's happened between me and that band. And it's, even though I formed it back in what I call the, the dick years, when I was just a dick, because it that's where I, I made that opinion up in case it, that band came up. That even yeah. though I know it's wrong, it's, you know, you you live with it for so long you just kind of feel that way and I think that's why when I started to really get into music that I never actually listened to them or gave them much of a chance because of that stupid lie I came up with to sound interesting when I was a cunt right so I haven't really listened to them at all even though they're, I know they're your favourite band or one of your favourite bands and you talk about them so much and you play tunes and I've enjoyed them but I've never actually just done my homework with them so that's where I'm at with them, and then I see that Biffy Clyro comes up, and I was like, "Yes, this will be my chance to get into them." So I'm just going to read you the notes as I wrote them, as I listened to it. I think it was for the third, maybe fourth time. I can't remember. Biffy Clyro. Dash. Then the notes are going to come. Then. Felt converted as soon as it started, right? So as soon as it started, I was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm having this all day." Next line, I am not devout now, right? <laughs> so I wrote that once the song had finished. I was like, right, I'm not a devout fan. Next line, but I loved it. Lyrically stunning, a wild sound, deliberately using Liamisms here. Then the next the next line is rock and roll man. Full stop. <laughs> loved the music, and when it came back to the singing, I was uneasy until it built up, and I was jumping about like fuck. Full stop. Would love to see them live. Full stop. Will watch videos. Full stop. C E. I've misspelled Ace. <laughs> That's what happened there. And then <laughs> the last line is love the album cover in brackets. Album cover of the week? Question mark. Hundred percent. This entire album puzzle was written after the death of his mum. So this, this this entire album puzzle has the pain that he was going through and all the stuff that was going on in his personal life and all the stuff that was going on with the band. Is, you can hear it throughout 
it's, 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 it's again it's, it's one of those things where in like once you know the context of how this was written and how this was made you can hear that through the music it's mm. cool Biffy fucking choir or on the fucking Biff I'd love to be on the Biff which uh which one of the three that we've just chatted about is your pick for them for this master round system. three? Pretty sure Lee will agree with me on that. Um, yeah, master yeah. system, absolutely. I don't need to pick one. It's you guys just agree. That's lovely. I would have probably picked Biffy. Oh. So for catch of the week, forgive me if I'm wrong. We've got Vistas, Cassidy, and Master System. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Vistas. I'm gonna go Vistas, I'll go as, Vistas well. as well. Yeah, I want. I think <laughs> I'm very I easily swayed. Great by sound. The <laughs> <laughs> I think they've got a great sound, and they're a good one to pop up. Master System, obviously, awesome, and Cassidy as well, really good. But yeah, I if you want my that my album recommendation of the week would be Dance Music by Master System. It's a fucking good album. All right, I'll get behind that as well for the yeah. album recommendation. No, no, fuck that. No, it's the... Listen to them. Well, you know, because you didn't pick a song from that album. So but, it can't be. No, album recommendation doesn't mean it has to be the album. It usually winds up being an album we've chosen a song from, though. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have to be by a rule. Dougal, we make the rules. I can, I can imagine any album I want. <laughs> to be honest with you. It's just whether or not Liam keeps it in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, no, final decisions down to me. So that's not yeah. getting kept in anyway, so I can say whatever I want. <laughs> For this uh, playlist and stuff, Vistas win. Right, yeah, awesome. so we've got. Sorry, on you go. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's all good. Sorry, okay, yeah, uh, so Vistas win, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so v- Vistas win. V- Vistas is the um, catch of the week. Um, and then we've got. Uh, Master System. What's this, what's the album called? Master System Dance Music. And on top of that, what I'll give a wee shout out to Chris Mossop. Yep. Yep. Keep up the good work. The Moss Man. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Biffy Clyro are an alt rock band. A, a bit late, John Jim. Cheers. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> like, subscribe, all that. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening. Like us, subscribe to us, listen to us, enjoy us. I've been I've been Liam. And Dougal. And I'll always be Jim. Good night, everyone. Love you. Bye. Bye. Right, you guys been recording, yeah? Should I be? Skish, skish, <laughs> belush, motherfuckers. <laughs>